This is a diet of Brussels. What is the relationship between the NHS and the EU? Now, over the past few weeks, over Easter, we've had uh, lots of different kinds of arguments uh, about how the EU will be uh, either the saviour or the uh, death of the uh, National Health Service. It's worth just uh, unpacking some of those points uh, a little bit. Criticisms uh, from the the Leave camp really come in, uh, in into distinct areas. The first one is that uh, there is a burden on the system because of the number of uh, EU uh, nationals who come to the uh, UK um, and who use national service, which means that the system is uh, overwhelmed and overburdened, uh, which means. Uh, either that people don't get enough treatment or that they get delayed treatment. Now, uh, all of the uh, evidence uh, that's been collected so far uh, about the, the profile of migrants is that actually, on average, those migrants tend to be younger and healthier than uh, UK nationals, and also that, uh, in many cases, they will, they prefer to return back to their uh, country of origin for medical treatment because they uh, are more comfortable and are more familiar with the systems there. Now, you can kind of see uh, some reflection of that in the, the recent claims uh, that, uh, well, not even claims, but the recent figures which show that the uh, NHS pays a lot more to other national uh, health systems uh, in other EU states than it claims back. So uh, money that it uh, is uh, being recovered by those other countries for treatment of UK nationals uh, overseas uh, far exceeds the amount that uh, is brought back into the UK for treatment of uh, EU nationals. That kind of highlights the the original point that uh, EU nationals tend not to be the the source of uh, problems uh, on demand in the NHS. However, it does point out that there is uh, a problem here in relation to uh, the balance of where money is paid into national health systems and where money is taken out. Now, that's uh, tricky because the NHS is funded through general taxation in contrast to the uh, social insurance systems that you find in many other EU member states. So it becomes hard to really pin down where money goes uh, in and out of the system and how that would be affected. There's a second challenge, though, which is the we might call the TTIP challenge. We talked about TTIP back in the autumn, but it's worth uh, revisiting because TTIP is something which has come through uh, again and again. Um, this is, uh, you'll recall, the uh, transatlantic uh, relationship, uh, trade relationship and investment partnership with uh, the US, which has been negotiated. One of the big concerns, uh, particularly from the left, is that it includes a dispute rec- uh, resolution mechanism, which would mean that uh, state-owned enterprises potentially would find themselves uh, exposed to uh, legal challenge uh, simply by virtue of being state-owned. Now, uh, that's not how uh, that system works. And if you refer back to that other uh, podcast, I talk a bit more about how it, it does work. But the concern that uh, it would require the breaking up of the NHS is uh, one that clearly plays heavily on people's minds. I think uh, that concern is is uh, understandable, but it's uh, 
minimal in comparison to the changes that have been brought about by British governments uh, in the way that the NHS has been managed over the uh, decades uh, and the shift towards uh, creating internal markets uh, and different uh, kind of competitive processes uh, within the system. So in short, if we want to think about the impact, uh, I think we we should always be aware of anything that talks about catastrophe or saving and making everything wonderful. The NHS, though, clearly is going to be an ongoing issue and one where I think you can make arguments about uh, impacts. But we have to remember that uh, underlying all this, the system is a very substantial system. It's one which is relatively protected from uh, the... Uh, integration uh, system and process that we've seen in the EU to date. It's one where national political choices are going to be uh, remain dominant in the way that things uh, happen. So in terms of uh, the, the impact, I think we need to be very careful about making uh, reductionist uh, and reductive kind of arguments. I mean, you know, we might think, for, for example, on the positive side, that the NHS has uh, recruited doctors from elsewhere in the EU to cover staff shortages um, in its uh, provision. There will still be uh, a demand for uh, foreign uh, educated uh, and uh, taught uh, doctors and nurses in the system, whatever happens in the future. The question will be whether there is uh, more scope for different uh, providers, uh, sources of labour to uh, make up that gain. That's something that's uh, really quite imponderable at this stage, but it's worth thinking about that as we go along. <laughs>